welcome back to the DC Beer Show, everybody. You're at DC Beer across social media and DCBeer.com. Brandy, what are you drinking this lovely February evening? Hi, Jake. I decided to crack open this burial beer. So my home state, uh, I've been there only once, which is ridiculous, but I love their stuff. I had a an endoscopy last week and even still high on the the things that make you sleep, I wanted to go by Downtown Crown, the beer store there, because I'd never been. And so I was like, we don't have any dark beers in the house. So we stopped in and I stocked up. It's called Dusk. It's from Burial. It's a black lager. And it's it's just it just says black lager, but it has a little bit of smokiness to it, kind of like a a uh, little wisp of a Roush beer. Oh, beautifully, beautifully done. Uh, 5% can't ask for anything better than that. So cheers to Burial. Stein, what are you drinking? Well, I am also drinking a black lager. This Twins. one called Twin Twinning Winning called New Lords from Precarious Brewing Company. Where did I get this crowler of New Lords dark lager? But the brew shop. I visited my good friend's Beth and Julie, uh, shout out to Beth and Julie. They're one of our uh, Patreon supported stores, shops around town. And then I thought, you know what? This dark lager needs a little hop. So I blended in approachable guys, German style <gasps> Pilsner from Strange Fruit Brewing. Stealing a page from the pre-prohibition playbook. I said, I'm going to make a half and half. I'm going to blend Pilsner with a dark lager and I'm going to make amber lager. Jake, what are you drinking? I like this idea of half and half, Mike. And so I've got here something that is perhaps a little more mahogany. Garnet. It is also a lager. It is a collaboration between two black-owned breweries, um, Montclair out of New Jersey and Mac, where actually I don't know where they're from. But um, it is a something like a Rauch Merzen, but just a little bit darker than that. Lovely, nice smoke quality to it. Finishes very dry and crisp. I'm a big fan. And Brandy, that you had an endoscopy last week is probably the name of one of Burial's many IPAs or Imperial Stouts. It should be, 100%. You know, guys, I think about beer so much and dream about it that I, I come up with names for beers in my in my sleep and the um, sometimes even the hop profile, which is ridiculous. Like my most recent one, and a dream that I had a beer, I named a beer called Past the Cornbread, and it was a cream ale, which sounds delicious. Anywho. You're just giving away the million dollar idea for free, Brandy. Speaking of giving things away for free, join us on Patreon. It's not quite free, but you'll get so many benefits, it's like it's free. We have exclusive behind-the-scenes brewery tours coming up, happy hour special, food and drink special. So come join us on Patreon and make my dreams come true and maybe i'll be blessed with some fantabulous beer names in my dreams too if you join us and the patron community honestly for five dollars a month being a member you get to go to at least one beer share a month because we have minimum that and you get to go and drink basically for free for three hours but for five dollars a month like that's that's so silly. I love that. I love that for you guys. Um, shout out to all of our amazing members. Um, we have a lot of OG members. Um, you know who you are. 
Um, but shout out to some of the new members, Chris Giordano, Alyssa Canobio, Kim Kleiberg, McCall Tolton. Hey, McCall. Frank Chang. Hey, Frankie. Anthony Budney, Dan Goldberg, Allie Thompson, Alexis Smith, Joshua Learn, Jeffrey Garrison, Greg Atrum. Love you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love hanging out with you guys at the Beer Shares. You guys are freaking awesome. This is like a, a family. You guys are members, but you're fam. Thank you. We'll see you soon. Speaking of events, and speaking of Courtney and Black Brook Movement and Right Proper, I'm so excited because it's Black History Month this month. We are we always at DC Beer support and promote all of our Black-owned breweries. But the Women's Brew Culture Club, we have a tasting going on tomorrow uh, at Right Proper with all the local Black-owned breweries in Courtney. And my friend Jasmine, who is one of the co-owners of Liquid Intrusion, is going to be there with us. So come out. It's going to be fantastic. And then we'll see you at Metro Bar later in the month. I'm so excited. But I'm also sad because we got sad news today. Jake, you want to you wanna talk about it? Yeah. The bummer of the news here is that earlier in the winter, Black Narrows took a pause, um, said that they were closing up the tap room and they'd come back in the spring, which on Chincoteague, I think makes sense, Virginia's eastern shore. You get a lot of tourists out that way, not so much in the off-season. The sad news today is uh, that Black Narrows is no more. The good news is is that I think we will see Josh and Jenna Chapman around beer on the eastern shore again in short order. Mike is going to speak to a little bit of this as well. Josh is just a gem of a human And there are very few people like him who talk the talk and then walk the walk. He and his family reoriented local agriculture and and moved it, including actually farming um, heirloom grains such as bloody butcher corn, um, convincing local farmers to grow hops for him, using yeast, yeast that was cultivated off of an oyster shell, and then um, keeping that around to make batches of salts, serving it in stubby bottles uh, because he wanted people to think Coors Red Stripe, a blue-collar beer-flavored beer. Uh, I just It's the loss of Black Narrows. It's... It's a tremendous loss. This one really hurts. So here's a pop quiz. If you call barley or grapes terroir, terroir, what do you call sea cultures like yeast isolated from an oyster? Brandy, Jake, time's ticking. Mm. No, it's called marowar. Marowar. <laughs> from mare, the sea. From marowar. So what is what is remarkable about the Chapmans? We're talking about Josh and Jenna, the Chapman family too, really. Their whole family ran Black Narrows. They put the barley grower on their can. So when we brewed our beer with Fabio at Dynasty and Justin from Strange Fruit, we used Murphy and Rude. And on the can of the Chapman's uh, Scotch Ale, they had the grower... Uh, Jeff from Murphy and Rue, Jeff Bloom on the on the can. And so I think we see so much of this advertising. We're like, ah, this advertising so gross or, you know, sexist or misogynistic. Or they had such an opportunity to advertising they didn't put themselves on the can. If you look at the Black Narrows can, you see the place where the beer came from, which is, you know, the shoals of the eastern shore, 
the creeks and the rivers, all the meroir, if you will, all the ocean life that's around the Eastern shore. And then you see the people that grew the barley. You can actually see the Chapmans on the cans, which is remarkable to really put people first. And we love that they did it. And we are absolutely heartbroken that Black Narrows is closing. But of course, me being the consummate positivist, one door closes, another door opens. So we're very eager to see what Josh and Jenna have in their post that they said, you know, temporarily see you later. Uh, not goodbye, but until later. They said, please support small businesses, right? Your favorite uh, taco truck, your favorite coffee shop, your favorite bookstore, your favorite vinyl place, go support them. But then they also said, if you want to keep posted, if you want to be updated about the new chapter, email J-E-N-N-A-C-H-A-P-Y at gmail.com. Jenna Chapey, that's J-E-N-N-A-C-H-A-P-Y at gmail.com. And if you put your name and your email address, they're going to send you the happy news when it comes down the pipe. So we are waiting on the Chapmans for happy news to come down the pipeline. Hold on, fam. Hold on. I promise you good news is on the way. It feels like every day we're covering another closing. And that's true. It is happening. There are also good things afoot to counterbalance all of the heartbreak we've been experiencing. Some of those good things we're going to talk about with Courtney and Bobby. Please welcome to the show Right Proper's head brewer, Bobby Bump, and co-founder of the Black Brew Movement, Courtney Romanee. Hey, guys. Hey, thanks for having us. Hey, hey, thanks for having us. Happy to be here. I really want to jump into the collab beer, but before we do that, I would like for both of you to reintroduce yourselves to our audience. Courtney? Hello, everyone. My name is Courtney Romanee. I am, as Brandy mentioned, one of the co-founders of Black Bird Movement. And uh, yeah, we've been in business for about five years now. And, you know, it really works to kind of create a lot more diversity in the craft beer community through a series of ways. So we'll talk a little bit more in this episode. Hey everyone, my name is Bobby Bump, and I am the head brewer at our at Right Proper Brew Pub in Shaw. And I've been a local DC brewer for I don't know, it's been almost eight years now. And yeah, I'm happy to be here. Talk about what Courtney and her group brewed. What made you decide to do another collab? Who, whose idea was it? Who came to who this time, or the first time? Well, the first time um, it was orchestrated by Bobby himself. Um, so I'll let him speak to that. But I think after that initial brew, you know, we just had such a great connection with Right Proper and the staff. And so we just decided to make annual, you know, collaboration. So this is what our fourth one that we've done with Right Proper. And so, yeah, we just, you know, after you, you do it twice, it's kind of a a tradition. So at this point, it's, you know, one of those things that we just look forward to every year um, during Black History Month. I love it. Pick quick question. Hazy IPA or oatmeal stout? Go, Courtney. Ooh, oatmeal stout. Bobby. Oatmeal stout. Ah, all right. Okay. All right. So <laughs> uh, what style of beer is this that you that you both brewed? So we brewed a butter pecan coffee <gasps> stout. So that's what we have <laughs> coming for you guys this month. Thanks to Bobby and his excellent, <laughs> excellent craftsmanship as a brewer. He was really a good advisor for us. You know, we had the ideas of what we wanted, but he really kind of walked us through what it is that we needed to do to ultimately create the best tasting beer. 
So yeah, we have actually a really cool beer coming out. And in addition to that, we have a kind of a, a specialty cocktail to go along with it. So what we plan to do is actually roll out an espresso beer teeny use with our nice coffee stout. So that's what plan is for this this year's brew. Okay, <laughs> y'all can't see my face, but it's ear to ear grin right now. Um you guys so have an excited. exclusive exclusive first first rollout <laughs> of the beer right here on DC beer exclusive. Right. Oh, I would love that. Butter pecan ice cream was my favorite ice cream literally my whole entire life. Um yeah, so nice. jazzed about that. Yeah. And I loved some liquor. So let's let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is it gonna be a, a high ABV then? Since I mean it's kinda sounds like it might be. What's no, our target our target was about five and a half percent ABV. Oh, nice. Um so yeah, we didn't want to make it too boozy, uh too cloying, you know. Um so we wanted it to just have a nice balance, something that would be easy to incorporate into the martini, um, but also, you know, a flavorful beer uh, on its own as well. So, Love that. I know Stein's probably excited about it. I don't know that I've ever been to a beer release where there was a signature cocktail alongside the beer being released. That is definitely something new. Black Movement original. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, you bring here. Uh, and just for historical context, Courtney, in August, in August 2024, it, it will be officially five years since uh, you were first featured on DC Beer. Wow. And we had you quoted as Courtney Brown at that point. Yes. Many moons ago. Things have changed. But I wanted to ask you quickly you know, um, we've spoken since you founded Black Brew Movement and done a wonderful job with it, but you said to me explicitly, Black Brew Movement was founded to make Black Brew move, meaning to move beer brewed by Black-owned breweries and Black-owned beer brands. How has that mission worked throughout the past five years? You know, some challenges, but also triumphs that you've experienced since 2019. Yeah, no, that's a great question, Mike. And it's something that we really try to keep front of mind because as you guys may or may not know, Blackbird Movement is not a brewery. We're, we're not a beer brand. We are kind of a, an entity that stands in the craft beer space, hoping to, like I mentioned, move craft beer. So because, you know, people who are brewers, they're so focused on promoting their individual brands, promote, you know, promoting the beer itself, sometimes, you know, they don't get the opportunity to host events or you know, talk at length about their stories or, you know, educate people on the different components that go into the brewing process. And so the way the Blackbird movement steps in is to kind of fill those gaps to allow people to, you know, understand craft beer from different layers. And so I would say with that, we've, we've touched a lot of ground. I would say in this five years, we've really tried, you know, covered a lot of ground to try to figure out what our purpose is. Um, holistically. And what we've come down to is the importance of Blackbird Movement is gathering the information that people need, specifically Black consumers, to appreciate craft beer because we love craft beer and we believe that it can be a diverse space once more people understand what it is. And, you know, through our events, through the education, through brews with Right Proper, we give a full gamut of touch points for Black consumers to 
be involved into craft beer space. And so that's one of the reasons why we decided to do the uh, beer teeny is because cocktails are something that everyone loves, but people who may not naturally gravitate to craft beer, we know that, you know, having a cocktail that infuses a craft beer could be a, a, a segue to get people in, interested into craft beer. So just think it through all those different ways to create more touch points to get people interested in craft beer has been, I guess, a lot of our triumphs over this past uh, five years. When it comes to struggles, um, I would say the same things that have given us our triumphs has also given us our struggles. You know, you have people who are just resistant to um, learning about craft beer and ultimately us being, you know, the challengers that we are. Those are the people who we're trying to get because it's like, there's no way you don't like this, honestly, you know, really trying to dig in and, and understand what it is that, you know, may cause hesitation or lack of interest and, you know, kind of alter their mindsets around craft beer to show them that it is something that, you know, can be for everyone. So, yeah, that's that's been the journey. And I, it's been a fun one. Um, and I think we've done a good job being a movement where we've exposed new communities to craft beer that would not, like I said, not naturally gravitate toward it and showcasing craft beer in a new innovative way that allows people to see how diverse it really is, not just in, ter- in terms of the people involved, but the beverage itself. You know, it, it, there are different things that you can do. There are different flavor profiles. There are different, you know, ABVs. Like there are so many different components that go into making a high quality craft beer that you can eventually find what you want. And, you know, to Bobby, Bobby's point, I'm sorry. I was combining Boozy and Bobby. <laughs> to Bobby's point about not making this beer too boozy. Yeah, we really wanted to kind of strike a, a balance to show people that, you know, you can have a nice, high quality, flavorful beer that is easy to drink. But if you want to, you know, take it up a notch, here's how you can take this easy, drinkable beer into a cocktail to, to give you something, something more that you may be looking for. My question for you, Courtney and Bobby, is I know that you all, you've brewed a beer before that uses nuts because you brewed a brown ale last year. How did you all come about to get the butter pecan flavor into the beer? Because butter is often something that people don't look for in beer, sometimes (laughs) presents itself as an off flavor. So... We're taking the route where we're going to add some extract into secondary. So after the beer is fermented out, we're going to add in the secondary. And we're even considering kind of splitting the batch into two uh, and having one that's the buttered pecan coffee stout. And then I've got some a stout that's been aging in bourbon barrels for a while that I think, I hadn't mentioned this to Courtney yet, but I think we're going to incorporate that a little bit uh, into the second half of the batch. Yeah. So we can have two varieties of the same base beer. Yeah. And uh, we chose the, you know, to actually focus on that flavor specifically just because, you know, the excitement that Brandon just showed is why we chose it. You know, when we were just reflecting on different flavors that people would be excited about, that is kind of, you know, familiar or nostalgic. And that was the flavor that came to us, especially during the colder months. You know, usually you think of ice cream, but I think just that flavor just gives you a kind of warm feeling that just makes you, you know, kind of feel warm and fuzzy inside until we're like, okay, this is a good flavor to to kind of settle on to have a a beer coming out this time of year. And that's the feeling that we wanted to have behind the beer. I think the challenge for us will be finding that right balance of how much 
buttered pecan character we want to go into the beer. So, Courtney, we're going to have to do some tastings together to find what ratio you want to do. Definitely. But it's going to be delicious. The base beer already tastes really good. So, Another quick pick question. What is your favorite local brewer uh, beer to grab? And it can't be your own, Bobby. Like a can. <laughs> what's your what's your go-to? Quick, quick. Don't think about it. Um, come on, come on. The Cats one by Blue Jacket. Oh, okay. Love Cats. Love Cats, yeah. That's a good <laughs> beer. Yeah. Courtney? My go-to local is... um. Crap. Uh, no. <laughs> oh gosh. Sure, cut it out. Cut it out. But no. Um it's um Black Beauty's Blood Orange Saison. Oh, that's that's cool. Yeah, All that's right. one of my Courtney, I think that we'll actually be able to taste Black Beauty's Blood Orange Saison at another event that we're doing. That's we DC beer, you black brew movement, and the good folks over at Metro Bar later on this month as well. Yeah, and this this Saturday, tomorrow, Courtney is doing a pop-up Women's Brew Culture Club tasting with a series of all the available local Black-owned beers at Bright Proper in Brooklyn. So we are just, we're just highlighting Bright Proper and Black Brew Movement this month, as we should. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think the key there is, is one thing I was thinking about was, is, you know, how can I, as a, you know, straight, white, 42-year-old man um, help, you know, Courtney and Black Root Movement kind of um, continue to grow. And it's like, I think the best thing I can do is just, you know, be consistent. Like, as, as, you know, like just staying on top of doing this traditional brewer every year. Um, just allow us, you know, opening up our brewery to Courtney and Black Root Movement and anybody else really. But to just, you know, we have an opportunity where we are, you know, flexible like that, where I can share the brew house. And uh, the more we can do it, I think the more opportunities we create to for people to try beer, you know, and I think that's what, what, what it's all about. And But consistency is key, right? Like anything you do in life, you have to do it consistently. Otherwise, you know, if you don't find it important, then other people aren't going to find it important either. So um, that's why I'm glad that Courtney's kept this tradition up. Even while I took a hiatus, she still continued to brew these collaboration beers at right proper with Barrett and uh, the team over there. So it's, it's been great to be a part of, you know, I feel very fortunate for it. So thank you, Courtney. Thank you. No, we appreciate you all for always being good partners and educating us along the way. You know, I mentioned we are not brewers by any means, but it is an important part to the mission that we have. And so right proper and Bobby have been in amazing team to 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 learn and grow from in this beer space so courtney tell me a little bit about when this beer is coming out what we can expect with the release the people want to know they're eager to try the beer they want to try the beer teeny where when how should we be expecting it yes 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 so we will be hosting a release happy hour on february 22nd at the right proper shaw location time is still tbd <laughs> i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna go on a limb and say five to eight but um that's that's our goal is to have a five to eight slot and there you'll be able to try our delicious beer and all its variations <laughs> um, including the beer teeny so that is what we have for you what about the name or is it too soon to ask? Uh, dun, dun, dun. i actually have <laughs> i thought you i thought you were gonna ask me that and i okay um 
Yeah, I literally just decided on the name this week, and I was going to share this. Going to be news for Bobby as well. Um, <laughs> so there's it, 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 first DCBS. Yes, you guys are getting Damn. all the exclusives. That's right. Yeah. So the name of the beer is the Dash. So that is the name and the story behind it's kind of a trifecta. So, you know, Bobby and I, we talked while we were brewing and he asked, do you have a name? I was like, no, I kind of want to be, you know, inspired by the brewing process. And in that brewing process, Bobby and I had some great, 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 great conversation about life, about parenthood, um, about legacy and fulfillment. And that conversation led me to, you know, think about a lot of things, especially just the importance of life and, and living it to the fullest. And I recently had a loss in the family. My uh, mom's older brother passed and his birthday is actually coming up soon. And at his funeral, one of the eulogists really talked about the the importance of, quote unquote, living the dash. So from sunrise to sunset, the importance of living a good life, which made me think about Bobby and I's conversation about parenting and you know, fulfillment in life. And that led me to think about Black History Month. And, you know, the beauty of Black History Month is we get to celebrate people who have lived the death, who have made their impact on the world, who have made impact on our community. And through this beer, we're hoping to inspire people to to continue to live the dash, to live their lives to the fullest, to, you know, make a statement, to help their community, to grow, to you know, learn, you know, what their purpose is and and, and have a story to tell because their le- legacy is going to live on through their family, through their friends, through their children, through their parents or whomever they make contact with. And so that's the inspiration behind that name. And those are the three tiers that kind of led me to decide on that name. And so, yeah, that's what we want to present to you all this month. I love it. Thank you, Courtney, for sharing that. We are all so very excited. Well, I'm excited. I can't speak for everybody, <laughs> but I'm assuming everybody else is going to be excited. Thank you for uh, dishing the details uh, on the dash. Bobby and Courtney, thank you tremendously for being on. We cannot wait to see you and work with you again in the future. I'll see you soon. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Good to see your faces. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much, Courtney. Thank you, Bobby. Again, we alluded to a couple events there. Uh, Brandy mentioned the Women's Brew Culture Club tomorrow at Right Proper. Details at dcbeer.com. The 22nd, that's a Thursday, Right Proper Shaw, that's going to be the Dash beer release. And then a couple days later on the 24th, Metro Bar, Black Brew Movement, and DC Beer are hosting a tasting of Black Brewers at Metro Bar. We've got everybody bringing a couple beers. You'll see the People's Pale Ale there. Uh, You'll see Jordan and Third Hills, Homecoming IPA. It'll be a pretty good time. DCB will be there. Come hang out. Say hi. All right. Parting thoughts. The DC Beer Show. A little crazy at times. Always a little bit educational. Welcoming and always entertaining. I want to I want to echo what Courtney and Bobby said specifically that we're about to see another one another Black Brew Movement beer come down the pike at Right Proper and Bobby said you know consistency in life you want to show up and you want to do it over and over again and I have to credit Courtney where it's due Black Brew Movement has been showing up and showing out nonstop since we first featured them on DC Beer in 2019 and to see them do it with the audience in mind that they hope to cultivate, you know, Courtney is really conjuring and bringing into this world the change she wishes to see. 
And Bobby is playing his role and bringing forward the high quality product that we expect from him. And now the high quality product that we expect from Right Proper and Black Brew Movement. So we are so pumped and we can't wait to see you at the release of The Dash. All right, folks, on that note, at DC Beer across the socials, dcbeer.com and dcbeer.com slash Patreon. As Mike said, you do want to get on that. We've got some interesting things coming down the pike. I mean, even if you're not local, we'll still gladly take five bucks a month from you. Your support means everything to us. It helps us cover the good news just as it does the bad news. And we will see you out there. All right. Be well, everybody. Thanks. Cheers. <laughs>